0: take vacations go as many places as you can you can always make money you can always make memories author unknown hello there hello there hello there everyone welcome back to slay the clutter with your host me akila Peinado. i do appreciate your support and even just listening to these podcasts because listen there's a lot of noise out there if you hit play on mine i'm also grateful so i'm not gonna be long with you guys um i had the privilege to go to puerto rico on vacation but we went for a wedding and my husband was just like let's just make a you know a little getaway um extend into a little getaway for us so that's what we did and it was absolutely positively beautiful um he and I have been going full throttle for a long time Long, long, long time. And we haven't had the chance. And we do little trips here and there for like our anniversary. You know, um, what's the word? Uh, Like drivable trips here and there for our anniversary and things like that. But we haven't really had the chance to, excuse me, get on a plane and go all out. You know what I'm saying? We haven't had had the chance to do that. So um, since he was going to be in the wedding over there in Puerto Rico, we were just like, all right. Well, he was more so like, come, babe, like, you know, let's just do, let's just make this something. So, made our plans, got our plans together, got the children situated, and um, decided to go. And let me tell you, 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 let me tell you, I am so glad, cheese, so glad that we took that trip You do not understand how much I needed the (laughs) woosa. I needed that woosa. I needed that woosah so much. And I'm just going to talk about in this little, maybe possibly 20 minute episode, about the thoughts and things that came to me while I was beachside or just sitting on the um, balcony, relaxing or just in the bed. Oh, the nice bed. It's just in my thoughts and, you know, reflecting on my life up until that point. So I don't even know where to begin with this because let me, let me backtrack onto why Akilah doesn't travel as much as she should. I hate flying. Let me clear my throat so I can say this real good. I hate flying. Hate Flying, I can honestly say this was the first trip that that the dreams of flying and turbulence didn't start a week before. Any other time since twenty two thousand and nine, ever since two thousand and nine, any time I'm about to fly, five days, five to seven days out, I start dreaming about the plane. I hate it. The anxiety building up to getting on the plane, going to the airport, waiting, walking down the corridor. I'd be seeing all of these things. On Instagram, like, oh, this I can't wait to walk down this aisle and all this other stuff. I'm like, not me. I want somebody to drug me. Um, let me see. If someone could drug me when I get to the airport, like wheel me through, let them do all my security while I'm knocked out, and then wheel me onto the plane, and then have a drug that wakes me up as soon as we land. I, Akilah, would be the perfect candidate for that. Because let me tell you something, I am no fun in the air. The number one reason I hate flying is a little word called turbulence. Lord God, I I hate turbulence. That's why I hate flying. I do not understand why the plane has to shake or dip or anything. Why can't that plane just take off, be smooth, and get me to where I got to get to? There is no... The anxiety, (laughs) the anxiety starts for me when I hear the ding, Jesus. When I hear the ding and I know it's the pilot talking to the flight attendant, I'm like, Lord, we about to have a Captain Sully situation. (laughs) He gonna have to land the plane on the Hudson and it all these thoughts go through my head or when the when the seat belt, oh my god when the seatbelt sign comes back on jesus it is not nice flying with Aquila Peinado you hear know what i'm telling you it ain't nice i'm i let me openly apologize to those who have had the privilege of flying with me and especially to my husband because On the ride back from Puerto Rico, there were tears. I don't always cry. Sometimes I just like get really excited and like, what is this? What is that? But this time there were tears. And the tears were real. Like it was, he had to give me tissue to dry my face real. Like it's, (sighs) I need to get over it. (laughs) I need to get over it. I really wish, I really wish I, I didn't hate the turbulence as much because honestly that is what um honestly that is what stops me from going on a plane. Um the second thing that um bothers me the most on a plane is when people are walking to the bathroom because when they, and some people just walk so heavy, they just walk so heavy. So I don't know if the walk is the plane shaking or whatever. I'm like, just sit down and wait till we go into where we go into use the bathroom. Why do you have to walk to the bathroom? Why do you have to walk around? Period. The only people that should be walking around on the plane are the flight attendants. Everybody else, please sit down. And that's the second thing I hate about flying. <laughs> <sighs> so now that I've gotten those pleasantries out the way and, you know, I'm, you know, again, I apologize to my husband for the tears and anybody else who I've cried with on a plane. I've made friends. Let me tell you this. I've made friends on planes because I like if say if I'm flying by myself and a turbulence starts, I'm grabbing your hand. I don't care if you're a stranger. I don't care if I don't know you. Me and you are now friends or whatever. And I'm holding your hand and I'm crying in your lap. I have cried in the laps of strangers. Yes, I have. Um, Shout out to Jenny. I met her um, on a flight back from Cleveland. (laughs) and There was a storm outside. And she was asleep next to me. And I was like, the plane is going to crash. She was like, what are you talking about? And she says, no, it's not. It's fine, blah, blah, blah. And we're friends. So this day, as a matter of fact, I just spoke to her last week. And this was maybe eight years ago. Yeah, so shout out to her. (laughs) So yeah, my bad, y'all. Anywho, I want to go deeper into some of the thoughts. Not all of the thoughts, but some of the thoughts that I had while we were... I was just relaxing and being um, in my thoughts and alone in the moments that I had, and not to sound morbid or not to flip the script on anything that I am talking about, because you know I like to keep it light, but I like to keep it heavy sometimes too. Um, I was thinking about the regrets. Everyone says they don't have regrets, which I which I can respect because you may not, but there may be some people who do have regrets out there, and. Maybe, you know, and don't understand certain things. And I was thinking about the deathbed wishes of people. I don't know if you ever read these articles before about people, things that maybe hospice nurses or hospice healthcare workers have heard from people before they passed on. And I came across this list on Lifehack. And I'm just going to go through it with you guys. It's lifehack.org. These 20 regrets from people on their deathbeds will change your life. And I'm not going to go through all of them, but there's a few on here where I'm like, wow, I could definitely see where if I didn't hone in on certain things of my life, where these would have been some, like if I was to go at this very moment and have the opportunity to reflect, these would be some of the things that I would, um be thinking. And number 12 says, I wish I'd had traveled more. And it says, people often mistake that traveling has to involve a foreign country and a couple of thousand dollars. Fewy. Jump in a car, drive an hour to a nearby city and explore something you haven't before. Don't gel yourself in your house because of erroneous notions of what it means to travel. Let me tell you something. This is very, very true. A lot of people feel like, oh, I I I opened up this episode of the quote about the money. If I ever tell you guys how much money was spent on this trip, you would be like, Really, Aquila? And uh, and you know what? And me and my husband were just like, yeah, really. The money can be made back. But that intimate time that he and I had together out there, we ain't gonna get that back. That was that was ours. You know what I'm saying? We made the memory. And the memories around that for us together. And I don't want to look back at my life and be like, dad, I wish I would have spent more time alone with my loved ones or my husband or whomever. Or dad, I wish I wasn't worried about money so much. And I'm not telling nobody to, you know, throw it in a bag and don't care about it. I'm not saying nobody. I'm not telling nobody not to live with your means or whatever. But some people are so afraid of enjoying life because of the money That they don't do... The money becomes their master. And money should never be your master. Money should be your servant. You tell your money where to go. You explain to your money how it's going to work. How it's going to do this. And make space in the budget for leisure. Make space in the budget for the Starbucks coffee. Make space in the budget for sushi every Wednesday. Shout out to Akilah and shout out to my sushi because that's what I do. (laughs) You know, like... You have to make space for fun. Yes, yeah, saving the money and just watching it build because you're you're waiting for the arbitrary rainy day. And if it never rains, what are you going to do with that money? You have to enjoy life, too. Because I always say this. If, you am, if you're in my world, you hear me say, let me tell you something. We're going to spend your money when you die. Understand that. We're going to cry. Lord, we're going to cry. Oh, man, I miss so and so. Oh, my goodness. But if there is money left over there, it's going to be spent. Understand that. I'm just saying. Okay, good. Oh, number 17 on this list. I wish I had more confidence in myself. Ooh, let me tell you something. I know there are a few people out here listening to this who can agree with that. I wish I believed in myself more. I wish that I. Trusted myself more, which leads me to number eighteen. I wish I trusted my intuition. This one says that little voice in the back of your head is there for a reason. Sadly, for many of us, that voice can be self defeating and and quite harsh about life. There are, however, many other occasions where that voice is the megaphone for your heart, telling you what you truly desire and deeply want. Listen. To it. Mm, 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 mm. Number 14. I wish I left work at work for only 40 hours per week. Humans are hardwired to work and provide for the ones they love. However, this often comes at the expense of our loved ones because we spend so much time stinking, time wrapping things up at our office, or putting in a couple of hours emailing on the weekends, here's a news flash. Your job is going to still be there and exist when you die, but it will be someone else's, it will be it, but it will be someone else in the seat neglecting their family instead. Don't let that happen. I don't know if you've been seen on Instagram or Facebook or whatever social media you follow, but there was this meme that went around and was like, you know, take care of yourself. I'm paraphrasing, of course, because you could die in the next five hours. They're going to have your job position listed. It's not a joke. You are hired for 40 hours. If you work full time Forty. I I don't care if they have you on salary. I don't care what the workload is. I started at eight o'clock. I'm clocking out at four. You lucky if it ain't 350. Okay. Don't play with me. Like, no. Especially if they don't value you and you don't want me to go off on that. All right, I'm going off on a tangent. So again, that was <laughs> one of the things. These are the things that I was thinking about um, on in Puerto Rico. Another thing I was thinking about is you need a break. Gentlemen, Mrs., Sir, Ma'am, you need a break. I wrote, I literally wrote, hell, even sometimes you need a hard reset. You know, like when they do it on the phone and they just do a full factory reset on your phone. Sometimes you need that. And I'm not saying you got to go on a plane to go get it. But if vacationing is something you have not done, right? And you're like, you know what? I could just... Let me. You don't understand. If you were to go through my DMs, you would hear me in there telling people, I just want to put my feet in the sand. I just want to see some blue water. I just want to put my feet in the sand. I've been saying it and saying it and saying it because things have been piling up. And I don't know. But when I was in that water, I ain't going to lie. I felt a heavy release come off of me just letting that water hit me. It was almost like being baptized again. I ain't even going to front. It, it was just, I felt like such a wait. And let me tell you something. Me and my husband left here with some serious things going on in our life. No joke thing. Very, very heavy stuff going around um, concerning the people in our lives. But boy, when I went into that water, I felt like I was washed. I felt like I was just washed of it. It was just almost as if nothing else mattered. Nothing mattered. Nothing mattered. I got, I got what I needed to get. And it felt and it felt so good. It felt, it felt so good to release it. Um, I don't know if you watched my podcast with Jen and Amy of Kaz and Cozy, but Jen on in that podcast was talking about the waves and how she just she thinks about surrender, with the waves coming, and then the waves going and letting it bring her to the shore or letting her float out. But she's just gonna let it do what it needs to do. And all to experience that, it felt so good, I needed that. I needed that. I felt like that was my not only my break, but because i I get breaks I do I get breaks I, I I would like to say, I do take some time for myself, I do believe in quiet time, I do believe in turning down the noise, but I feel like going on this vacation was more of a hard reset for me it put, like it it reset me so much so, like i didn 't even know what was going on sometimes like it was weird like we came home and was like, "Okay, what do we do next?" <laughs> you know it was crazy. Um. Oh, another thing that came to me while I was on vacation. Get you some good friends. People who can remind you that you matter and deserve to take care of yourself. Everybody in my life who knew I was going was like, you deserve it. Everyone. Everyone who knew. And decided to say something to me was like, you deserve it. You deserve it. You matter. You give so much Aquila. You do, you do, you do. You deserve this vacation. And it felt good to hear that from the people around me who I know and who I know love me, tell me that I deserve to take care of myself, that they could reinforce that thought in me. I appreciate that. Everybody don't have a good circle around them. Call it what it is. There are some people who has a very toxic roster of friends in their life or people who, and when I say toxic people, you know, I don't, you know, I don't really like using the word hate, but for this, I will say hate on them. Like, oh, well, she ain't got to um, go do that. Like, why she had to go all the way over there and do that? Oh, please. I've been to Puerto Rico. It's whack. Da, 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 da. Let me tell you about hate. Yesterday, when we were on, on the plane, my husband bought us first class tickets. So, we flew first class there and back. So, on our way back, one of, there was a girl in the aisle who was like, this first class is not... And Now, mind you, she ain't sitting in first class. She on her way to the, the other side of the plane. Oh, this first class ain't even all of that... Please, mind you, she's standing right next to our row. This first class ain't even all of that. Like, uh, the first class on the other plane was so much better than this. Like, I don't even I was like, is she really saying this right now? When you had the ample, if you were gonna say anything, you had the ample opportunity to be like, yo, that's what's up, guys. Or I wish I could fly first class and have more space to lay down or whatever. This is what. She was saying, and there are people who have friends like this in their life, okay, who it don't matter what you're doing. They find the space and the time to be negative towards you. They can never be happy for you. They can only be happy for themselves. And that's horrible. It really, truly is. Get you some friends. Get you some good friends. Good and Jamaican um, saying as we say, good friend better than pocket money. And I true think that. And the last thing, and it was many things, because so I don't. Like I said, I'm gonna keep this to twenty minutes. But the last thing that came to me <laughs> while I was on the beach, in particular, I literally wrote, "Yo, no one cares about your body on the beach, like no one. Women, but men too. Some men are insecure about their bodies, so I don't want to take that away from them." But women tend to be so critical over their bodies and how, oh, I have this cellulite this and this stretch mark here and these rolls there. Let me tell you something. Ain't nobody thinking about you on these beaches, okay? Like, no one cares, like... (laughs) The things that I saw and people were just letting it hang all out. And I was like, yes, this beach is about to get it all from me too. I'm not hiding nothing. My body is wonderfully made, okay? This body has carried two children to term, okay? She's been through some things in this body, all right? Don't get me wrong. She would like to, you know, slim it down and cut it down a little bit. But me be shamed to... Just lay out on the beach because of how I look? Oh, absolutely not. And again, it goes back to what I said about one of the deathbed wishes. I wish I had more confidence in myself. So many of us are hiding behind these arbitrary insecurities. Not saying that they're not valid, I'm not saying that your insecurities are not valid, but are they real? Where do they come from? Who put these thoughts in your head? Are is it true? are you really that fat? You know, I I know, you know, I look back at myself in pictures from when I was like 20, 25, when I got married. Jesus, what would I give to go back to that body? And if you ask those who knew me back then, I was 300 pounds in my head. I was the fattest thing you would ever come across in my head. I was. And I criticized myself so much. I called myself so many nasty, horrible names because of Maybe some something negative somebody may have said to me when I was younger and I held on to that and lost confidence in myself. Thank God I've rebuilt it back. But everyone doesn't get that chance. And I'm, And if you don't get nothing from this, um, this particular episode, I want you to be able to be like, no, I, I want my chance back. Today is a new day. You can rebuild your confidence, go and, you know, be a good friend so you can get some good friends around you, good people in your circle. Don't be afraid to let go of those who are not for you anymore. Listen, yes, we outgrow lovers. You can also outgrow, outgrow friends too. Let's be real. You can't. And you know what? You need a break or sometimes you need a hard reset. If you don't get anything, remember those three things. Okay. Again, I'm at my 20. Oh, I'm over my 20 minutes. Thank you all for listening. I have other episodes up. Please share this with your friends. Someone else may need to hear it. Um, and I appreciate your support constantly. I um, Thank you all for rocking with me. Who's been rocking with me as long as you have. Until next time, this was Slay the Clutter with Aquila Peinado. Bye-bye.